Hello, and welcome to Home Comfort Tactics. My name is Eric Gans. I'm a certified home energy auditor. I work with the Home Performance with Energy Star program here in Maryland with Pepco and BGE. There's a huge void in the way people think about home improvements, and this show is going to fill the hole. I've been all over Maryland doing energy audits, and there is nothing but truth in the Department of Energy's staff. Nine out of ten homes are under-insulated. I hope that as the Inflation Reduction Act gains momentum, it's going to generate talk about home performance. And our goal is to help you understand what home performance is and how it all makes so much sense. Some of the things you learn on this show, you will be able to do yourself. Others, you're going to need a helping hand. The main thing is that knowing is going to give you a sense of calm and it's going to put you in the driver's seat to success. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. All right, so we're recording, right? Yeah, yeah, we're recording. All right, cool. All right, well, hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for visiting. Thanks for listening. This is uh, Eric Ans. I am with Kyle Farrell. Hey, what's up? Hey, Kyle, how's it going today? Good, good, really good. Cool. Well, we're just going to try to follow the same format here with our show. This is, oh, man, I can't even remember. This is like, I think, the fourth one. No, how many have we done together? Do you know? Fifth. I think the fifth, something like that. Fourth or fifth, one or one, th- one or the other. Yeah, man. Anyway, we are just trying to keep it going. And what we do here is... Really, we're just, you know, we're out, we're out in houses. We're actually out there. We're walking the walk, so to speak. And we're doing these things every day in people's houses in Maryland. And what I'm talking about is home performance type things, sealing, insulating, doing blower door testing. So measuring results. And we just want to bring some of the things that we see each and every week and day to, um, the show so that people can, you know, possibly identify these problems in their own house and just get an advantage and figure out what's going on. Because a lot of times people just don't realize how close you actually are to much better comfort and much, you know, lower energy bills and lower energy uses, which is what we want to do. So uh, that's kind of my thing, Kyle. You got anything you want to add to that? No, no, that's pretty solid. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. Cool. Well, and I think this is all going to be relevant and it's going to be something that people are going to be looking for when I say people, you know, homeowners, because with the Inflation Reduction Act coming, there's going to be a transformation in the way that people are thinking about their homes. And it's something that I personally have gone through and it took me a while to figure it out. And that's being in it, you know, all the time, being a home improvement guy, dealing with windows and roofing and being in attics. But it wasn't until I took a few courses and actually applied some of these things that it started to make sense. And what I really hope this show does is just help to make it make sense for more people quicker, but also for people that aren't really doing this stuff every day, just the average homeowner so that you can also take advantage of some of these great things. So without further, Kyle, I want to touch base with you. This is going to lead us to sort of the meat and bones of the show. And what we're trying to do is each week, we want to just 
highlight something interesting that happened so that, again, we can just bring it out, shed some light on it. So, Kyle, what happened to you this week? What's going on in your world that um, maybe we can bring to the table and bring some value to people? I I did an energy audit on Sunday in the Bel Air area where Bel Air, California. No, I'm no, uh, no, no. Yeah. I wish sometimes. <laughs> I don't even know if they have an audit program. That would be cool if they had an audit program out there. <laughs> they probably do. If they're yeah. uh, kind of like ahead of a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, it was in Bel Air, and they had a family of raccoons that what? was living in their attic, and it was bad. Like, really, really, really bad. The raccoons had like nested in the attic and ripped up all the insulation. They got in the crawl space, ripped down all the insulation, hanging their feces everywhere. I didn't really go into it. Uh, And then the one room, they had like a a room over garage that had knee walls on both sides, kind of a little bit smaller. Mm -hmm. Uh, Attic spaces, little cubby attics each side. Mm-hmm. And when I was shooting infrared, half the insulation is ripped down there too, using really? it as nesting or something, just tinkering with it, I guess. So you're saying that you were up in the top attic and you saw the signs of the animals and the raccoons and stuff, but then you also got into the knee wall attic and you saw it there too? Or no, yeah. you saw it with the thermal imaging? I saw that with thermal imaging. They let me know that they heard movement in there and it was a. A hassle trying to get them out yeah. and just by the infrared i was i was seeing stuff there wasn't really any access to the knee walls uh, but they so were still using infrared to, to kind of like determine what was going on gotcha yeah yeah so it's it's that pests are are huge when it comes to keeping the attic insulation clean and neat and, and flat they ruined everything I they see. mashed all the insulation down there were three spots that they had completely bare, I guess, just to get the heat off of the house. Right. And the crawl space, I'll have to show you pictures of it or, or we can put a picture up. It's just horrible shape. Yeah. They ripped down half the insulation in the crawl space. Wow. Which I don't understand how they got down there. It's It was pretty wild. So that was going to be one of my questions. So you're saying that there wasn't really any access for you to get into the knee wall attic, which is basically right. the attic behind the wall in the space over the garage. Right. So just to give a little bit of information about that, it's those types of houses where you have a sloped ceiling and you have sort of a flat part of the top. And sometimes you don't, it just goes all the way straight to the top sloped. But anyway, it comes down, then it makes an angle straight to the ground and that's the knee wall. And then behind there, well, this isn't really doing it any justice, but you know, there's a little attic right. space. But how do you think the animal? And you say, what type of animal is it? A raccoon, a family of raccoons. Oh, another way to another way to find an, a knee wall attic, yeah, or an attic in general, is if you look at your house and you have less living space than what's there. Right. So wherever there's missing spots, you you'll be able to find out and see where the attic spaces are if it's not yeah. finished to that. Yeah. And also to add to that, that's a good, that's a way to, that's a really good way to say it. And also just with a knee wall, it's also like one of those things where if you think about the slope going down, they kind of make right. the wall where it sort of gets to the point where you can't really walk anymore and stuff right. like that, you know? So, right. 
Yeah, because um, the roof is following all the way down the angle. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Nice. Yeah. And then soffit. So that's how I think they were getting into the attic. A piece of the soffit was pulled down really, really far, uh, uh, right on the edge of the roof in the eave. I uh, see. Uh, right at the corner too. Gotcha. And yeah, yeah, a piece of the soffit was pulled down, and for the crawl space, I have no idea. I have no idea how they got in there. Maybe one of the vents, they knocked one of the vents out. I didn't notice anything when I was doing a walkthrough. Yeah. They might have been, like, going through the house at well, some point or a chaseway. You know, what I have also found, dude, is that we are taking in just so much information, you know? Right. When we're in these spaces and you're trying to make sure you don't lose your footing or you got to maneuver. so. Right. Oftentimes, I think some of the places that these things are happening, you can't always find them the first go around. But if somebody does end up getting the work done, then it's always sort of logged in the back of our mind. And then I know when we start removing or when we get into that space, then we can find the problem and make sure we seal it up. And that's the name of the game. Right. So. Yeah. And, and she specifically, the, the audit customer that I went to said that she wanted all of it out. She wanted all the insulation out, the rest of it that was up there so that could do that exactly like seal everything really well and have like a clean slate when it comes to everything yeah so that would be a really good situation for encapsulation that one she had ductwork encapsulation in the crawl space yeah mm -hmm, right upstairs i would say i would say no Right, um, but for the crawl space, that's where she wanted all the insulation removed, or the attic she wanted it removed. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. there was raccoon feces everywhere. Wow, it was, and it actually smelled a little bit in the attic when I opened it up. Now, so was this China. house sitting unoccupied, or was it just neglect, or was she in? Did it happen on her watch? Not, not to put her under, like you know, the gun or anything. It, it sat. It sat for a little while, and then they bought it, started redoing it. This was last year. Gotcha. Started redoing it last year, and the raccoons stayed for, I want to say she said close to six months after they had bought it and started, like, fixing it up, making it nice. Uh, they did, they just, like, did a bunch of custom stuff to it. Right. Like, redid the kitchens, redid all the bathrooms, uh redid all the painting in in the entire house pretty much nothing, so nothing crazy it's the classic move in or fixer up or do everything and then finally at the end get around to maybe having the insulation looked at <laughs> right right we could see it that's a common thing it's not Dude. something that's thought of but then another thing too eric so from all those missing patches of insulation and the kitchen is where the crawl space is mm -hmm. them pulling down all of the insulation in the crawl space it was february i read on their bill was close to a thousand dollars for their energy for an average 2500 square foot finished right around 1200 to the basement gotcha normal size house i mean it's right heat pump furnace all heat pumps, all electric. Heat, all yeah, electric. So that's, that's was it an open crawl space with open vents or was open it? Vents, open yeah. vents, insulation at the floor, no insulation in the basement, which I was kind of 
surprised surprised about just for what the year? age of the house. What was the house built? <coughs> Excuse me. It was uh, 2002. <coughs> yeah, I was super surprised. Huh. Interesting. I wondered if it was like partial to um, partial to like. I you know I didn't even see any. I was I was gonna try to correlate it to them doing work on it. I didn't even see any traces of insulation though, hmm. except for the crawl space. Right. You can sometimes see it see it in the rim if someone pulled it out or if it was tinkered with. Right. So it just never had it. Just never had it. Yeah. Hmm. In the builder. Or, or... Who knows? Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. So and where was that one? That one was in Bel Air. That oh, one was right, in Bel Air. Right. Yeah. Was it off the beaten track or was it in a cookie cutter neighborhood? A cookie cutter neighborhood. Huh. Yeah. With no insulation on the basement wall? No insulation on the basement wall. No insulation on can do a and ton it was of damage in the attic. And there's ways to yeah. kind of like get around that. Cellulose. If you use cellulose insulation, it's treated with borax. So it's also like pest repellent. They use that a lot to to keep animals out of the attic, uh, and if it's you're starting fresh like this person is, it's really really easy to seal and get the house extremely tight, especially with no insulation in the attic. Right, yeah. right. So but, another, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. Definitely. So what what kind of things did you come across this week, Eric? Yeah, man. So um, actually, sort of a similar type thing where. We were just kind of joking, you know, somebody buys a house, you know, puts a ton of, you know, work into it. And then, um, you know, last kind of thing they think about are, is the insulation. Um, so, yeah. So getting back to it. Um, so the, the cool thing was I went on an audit uh, the other day myself. And this one is, like I said, somewhat similar because they moved into the house about a year ago. And, you know, they've been living their good life. And, and the thing about this house is it's it's really kind of an interesting juxtaposition because you've got this immaculate, you know, interior house was built in 1966. It was flipped and they bought it and it's just beautiful inside. Um, but, you know, when I get my head up into the attic and I actually walked around, it's a disaster. And what I mean by that is back to it, she, the homeowner, we had a little, you know, nice conversation when I got there and, you know, I just asked some, you know, questions. An energy audit is, it's not really a sales call. You know, we're not out there trying to sell stuff. We're more just doing an assessment. It's sort of a snapshot. What's that? Anything that we can do to help, like inform the customer of things that they don't know about. Exactly. Exactly. It's a fact finding, you know, mission. That's what I look at it as. And, you know, I think one of the things that struck me yesterday to get to the point is that, you know, she kind of reported out that, you know, everything was relatively new and the house was recently flipped and the HVAC, you know, they've been up there and they made sure and that HVAC, everything up there is golden. You know, she was really, really, you know, pretty um, sure about that. And, I probably even really just bought it. I was like, yeah, you know, okay, that sounds right to me. You know, if they just did a flip and everything, well, back to it. I get up to the attic and it's really, you know, night and day. The house is immaculate and the attic is a disaster. So 
interestingly, Kyle, I don't know if you've ever come across this, but this was all heat pumps. It had three units, one for oh, the basement, wow. yeah, and two for upstairs. Now, it was a nice size footprint of a house, maybe right. 2,500 square feet um, for one, you know, first floor. But um, here's the thing. It had three three-ton units, nine tons. That's not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah. So back to it. One in the basement and then two in the attic. Okay. So anyway, I, I did my you know thing. I kind of waded through and it was a tight spot where the one heat pump, the air handler was above the bedroom. So you've got one, it's 50%, two of them up top, 50, 50, 50% is sort of the bedroom side. And then 50% is the kitchen and the other, you know, family room, living room stuff. But anyway, I go around the corner. I get finally get to this really tight spot where the return ducts are all tapped into the machine, and boom! I could put my hand, you know, right through one of the connections. So I sat there for literally like five minutes, you know, just analyzing that, only to realize, you know, after five minutes, to my left there was a duct just sitting, completely disconnected. So I was like, huh, okay, no, that's got to be just an old, you know, no way. I mean, so I was able to maneuver and get down into this really tight space and look up. And sure enough, I mean, there was a hole the size of, I mean, it was eight inches. So that return has just been pulling in attic air for a very long time. And I guess the point of all this is back to exactly what you said, Kyle. And that is we are there to try to help find things that you may not know about otherwise. So that's the moral of the story. And uh, we don't want to get this uh, going on and on. We don't want to keep these too long, but um, that's my thing for this week. And uh, so Kyle, I wanted to just transition back. So having said that, obviously there's a lot of value in getting an energy audit. It's a hundred dollars through the uh, BG and Pepco program. But you can get so much information. I always like to tell people it puts you in the driver's seat. But tell me, Kyle, is there anything that pops out in your mind and you can think about? I don't know if you've been thinking about this. So I don't want to put you on the spot here, but that, um, you know, one can get from an energy audit that maybe they wouldn't otherwise have known. I'd say exactly what you're talking about, duct inspection. Uh, so visual, visual inspection is like a huge portion of or just generally visual inspection. Visual inspection is a huge portion of the audit. Sure. Not only are we going to look at outside and the way that everything's laid out and your roof and, you know, to make sure your, your gutters are faced the right way. That way you don't get any water intrusion. Uh, Siding looks good. That way you don't have any like leaks or anything like that. And then visual attic, attic and basement, we're actually going to look around and, like tinker with things to be able to to find problems and things that might be creating problems for you right or discomfort for you that's really really cool and especially with the heat coming up soon be good to to see what's going on with stuff like that so that you know beforehand and if you're getting into a new house super important definitely definitely it's not something that's going over during like an inspection or or a, a showing you're not right. thinking of you're not thinking of how comfortable the house is and how much energy it's going to use. Right. I mean, That's exactly Abby, right. 
Abby had no idea the audit that I did on Sunday had no idea until she got a thousand dollar bill. Yeah. And was like, Oh my God, I have to fix this. Yeah, for sure. That'll be an eye opener. Right. (laughs) Yeah. How about you, Eric? Yeah. So for me, it's all on the same lines. What I wanted to let everybody know is that, Hey, you know, if you get an energy audit and let's just say you're not quite ready to get the insulation and some of the other bigger ticket items, there are rebates just to get your ducks sealed. So there's a $500 standalone rebate per system to get your ducks sealed. Now, all of the ducks have to be accessible or you have to get something called AeroSeal, which, you know, that's a whole different topic, but I'm not really into that. Uh, I'm more into just sealing the ducks that are in attics and crawl spaces. And if you do it in conjunction with shell work, shell work is getting your insulation and air sealing done, then it's a $750 rebate per unit. So, or per system, I should say. And the cool thing about that too, is it comes along with the duct blaster test. And that's where we pressurize the system and get a reading. And then we seal everything and we pressurize the system again. And that reading is going to go down. So Kyle, man, it's been a good show. I think keep it up out there. I know we are both working really hard and it gets harder as it gets hotter, but um, we have, um, we're doing good stuff out there, man. You're doing Definitely. good stuff. I'm doing good stuff. And that's why we're talking about it. And we want to help people. So hopefully yeah. there's some value here for people. And, um, I think that's a wrap. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We're good. Cool. Yeah, this is a good one. All right, man. Talk to you next week. Yep. Have a good year. Mm-hmm.